Jewish Money Matters episode 300, a business money date, what, why, and how. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters, the podcast where Jewish wisdom and spirituality meet your money and your business. Money is a means to serve God in this world with joy, to build a life that leaves an imprint way beyond our time in this world. I want you to discover the secrets to Jewish wealth, to gain practical and spiritual tools to break free from the shackles of financial worry, to design the joyful, rich life that your soul desires. Welcome to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, and I'm so glad you're here. You're listening to Jewish Money Matters. I'm Yael Trush, your host. Welcome to the show. I can't believe this is our 300th episode. Can it Can it be true? <laughs> I guess it can. And as much as I would have looked, liked to throw some sort of celebration. I mean, I remember when I was the hundredth episode was coming up and I was just so excited and I planned like, what am I going to do for the hundredth episode? And wasn't it like last year that we also did something big for the fifth uh, year anniversary? Anyway, I would have loved to throw some sort of celebration, giveaway, contest, party, something (laughs) for the 300th episode milestone and have a super special episode planned out. Ugh, but too much pressure. <laughs> so here we are. I'm going to carry on with business as usual, although this is not an interview episode. It's something else. Listen, there's always episode 325, isn't there? It's kind of like I was thinking this morning, it's kind of like the, that post or that newsletter that I started writing the week of my birthday back in November about the 40 things, the 46 things I've learned and blah, 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 and it never made it to the world. Okay, priorities, priorities, people. And I have to say, in lieu of spending time planning a celebration for the 300th episode or a super wow 300th episode. I've spent time with my kids who were here from out of town and with my kids who are here. They deserve attention too. With my students, as you may know, I just launched the new cohort of God Wants You To Be Rich. So that was a lot of fun. That took a lot of December, right? Um, And we're already in our second week. So the past few weeks were kids, the launch. Many of you were part of that. You were part of the retreat in December and that was great. So even if you didn't enroll, you know that um, all that's been going on. So that kept us really busy in December, kept me really busy. I also have an alumni membership. You might not know that part if you're not an alum. Um, that's been a lot of fun to put together. And I just launched that earlier in December. So all that to say that December priorities were not the 300th episode or its celebration as, you know. Um, but we have also booked a super nice list of guests for interviews in the coming weeks, some of whom I'd been after for months, even year. And all of a sudden, come January, come end of December, somehow it all like flowed and we got these interviews. So I'm very excited about that. Lots coming up, lots to celebrate, actually, if we think about it. So yeah, there's a lot to celebrate. And here's something else that I did in December which I wanted to come on the show and actually talk about. I want to make sure it gets out to your world. And that is my yearly ritual. We'll sort of speak ritual, but you know, to do an audit of my business, a business money date, or really a series of them, because it's a much deeper dive than my regular business money dates, which I do have. I definitely go much more in depth. And I wrote about it in my newsletter during the last week of December, because that's when I had uh, engaged in this process, and it elicited a lot of responses and questions from readers. So before I answer those, let me share with you what I actually do every December or have been doing 
once a year, primarily during the last week of December since 2017. So it's already since 2017 that I've been doing this. And you can do this really anytime. It doesn't have to be in December. I don't know if in 20, yeah, I think I always do it in December, but you don't have to. I like to do it at the end of December. You can do it at any time. It really is an audit of your business. And basically I hit the spreadsheets and I gather all the data. How much revenue did I bring in? How much did each income stream bring in, right? Most of us have different income streams in our businesses. What are all of my expenses? What expenses do I want to get rid of or renegotiate? Where are the money leaks? How much is in my profit first account? And where do I want that money to go to, et cetera, et cetera. So it usually, obviously, you can already tell that it happens in more than one date because it is a deep dive. And I really like to get all the data and then kind of make decisions based on that. And in fact, this year I did. I'd like to break, it took more than one date. I like to break it down in pieces. You know, you don't need to do this all in one sitting. And I also, this applies to wherever, I guess, you are in your business. Um, and it's a good practice, even if you're just starting to start doing in 2017, I was just starting, right? So I have to tell you that I really, really love it. I, I sit down with my business numbers for the year and I literally make this audit. It's much more extensive, again, than my regular business money dates. Again, I've been doing it since 2017 when my little side hustle consisted of a blog. There was a blog which was up and running, I think, since 2014. Uh, there were writing gigs, there were speaking engagements, there was the new podcast back in the day when I still had to grab people's phones to show them what a podcast was. You remember those early days? I actually wonder who is still around from those early days. If you are, send me a message. Maybe I'll have to give you some award for having stuck around for 300 episodes. That would be fun. Seriously, please let me know. And so back to the process. What I love about this process is that, is that it allows me to see the growth, the patterns, to celebrate what needs to be celebrated, to also recognize what needs to be improved on. And it's really very empowering and very worthwhile. And like I've said, the numbers give you a ton of clarity. And I'll remind you again that I used to dislike looking at numbers and now I absolutely love it. So if you're scared of numbers right now, don't be, give it a shot. Remember numbers give you clarity and you'll start experiencing that clarity and you'll start liking the process even more. So that's the what and the why, right? It gives you the clarity and empowers you to make decisions, all that. Um, now, a few of you wrote back saying, wow, this totally makes sense. Like you recognize it also makes your life much easier, especially if you have to sit with your accountant, you have to file your taxes. Like, so there's so many benefits to this, right? It totally, so you wrote to me, this totally makes sense. And you never thought of doing this, but can I give you more concrete suggestions on how to extract the information? And then some of you added and deal with how dizzy and panicked it makes you feel, which made me smile, of course, because, well, that was probably myself a few years ago. And yet here I am to tell you that you'll be very grateful that you started paying attention to the numbers and tracking things. Okay. And of course, there are some of you who are already doing this regularly. You might have a bookkeeper even, um, or you might be doing it on your own and still doing a once a year deep dive and really looking at what's been going on in your business can be extremely helpful so that you can project the coming year, you can make decisions of what to hone in, in terms of revenue streams, what to cut out in terms of expenses, etc. Okay. But let's just, let's focus on those of you 
who might be new to this, who might not even have a bookkeeping system or might not be tracking anything yet. So, and you might be in your earlier years of the business. So this is still just as doable and just as relevant. So let's talk a little bit about the how. So, you know, I'm not going to get super technical because it really doesn't have to be. So the first thing is really block the time. That's number one, block the time. This is not something that you should do with kids around or in an empty stomach or running to an appointment, much like a money date, right? We have to create the time for this. And also like any money date, create the setting. Does it have to be in your office where you usually work? Maybe not. It doesn't have to. Do you want to sit with your computer on the couch or instead, or do you want to go to a different place, to the coffee shop, to the library? Do you want to prepare yourself a special coffee or treat or whatever? Will you reward yourself with a walk when you're done with the first piece of this, the first date or the second date or both or whatever it is? I mean, that's what I did. And yes, it took me two dates this year. Uh, and sometimes I even split it into three. It all really depends. Okay. Another thing is, let's start with the most fun, which is a revenue piece, right? I mean, that's my approach. You could start with expenses, but why not start with the most fun, which is the revenue, right? You probably already have a way or different ways that you've been collecting that revenue, I would think, right? Whether it be through PayPal or Stripe, bank accounts, like there's multiple ways that you've been collecting revenue. So, If you've been tracking the revenue as it comes in throughout the year, like I do, and again, I have regular money dates where I check in what's come in, who owes what, et cetera. So if you've been tracking, obviously all of this is much more easier. So if this process just teaches you alone that you should have monthly money dates where you're tracking your revenue or have a bookkeeper or someone doing it for you, then that's already a great thing, right? And I would be tracking it by income stream. It's super helpful to have it that way. So sit with the sit with a spreadsheet and just go at it by income stream, start seeing how much money did you make so that you can get a total amount of revenue that you brought in during the year and what each income stream brought, okay? Then I would focus on the less fun part, which is the expenses. But again, it also gives you a ton of clarity. So list all the things that you spend on in your business and you might need to go digging, right? and find the invoices and find the amount, right? Find out how much you spend on what, and you'll be able to see what stays, what goes, what can you renegotiate, where are the money leaks? That's anything that you're paying for that you realize you're not really using and will not be using in the coming year. Um, Also, be sure you know when monthly subscriptions are paid, when annual ones are, okay? Just keep tabs on these things because expenses can just pile up and you don't even realize there might be things you don't need anymore. I know earlier this year, this wasn't even relevant, this wasn't even something we did now in December, but much earlier this year, um, about six months ago, um, maybe earlier, I noticed two services for which we had an annual subscription and I asked my team, are we still using these platforms, these services? And if we're not, then we're going to cancel. And it turns out we weren't. Um, But I didn't know we had signed up. I didn't know that we had moved, you know, elsewhere. And, you know, my team was using other stuff. We weren't, there was no need for me to pay for these. And that's what they said. And so there were these two annual subscriptions that we canceled. And it was like, felt so great, right? And just recently, when I did this in December, I noticed one service that also, while it's on an annual subscription, I no longer used, I haven't used it for months and I'm not going to be needing it in 2023. So I'm going to be canceling it because 
I know for sure I don't need it, right? I noticed another one that's on a monthly plan, but that I really should be signed up for the annual subscription and I'm planning on changing that, right? So then the last thing is, do you need to now block time to make any adjustments so that you, that you want to make? So another money date just to execute on some of those observations, like the ones I just mentioned, right? So we do that now. So that's pretty much it, actually. It's not super high tech. Um, it's not glamorous. And it might not even be fun at the beginning, but it sure is empowering. And I think over time, you'll find the fun in it. You'll find because it is very enlightening and very empowering. So if you've never done anything like this, start now and start bite size. Find a way that you'll be tracking your numbers. It can be really a simple spreadsheet and then just open it up, jot down, have a tab for income, jot down all the categories, all the income streams, on one tab and then the expense categories on another tab. And now you've created the vessel to start inputting your information, your numbers on your next business money date, which I suggest you do at least once a month. I think that's pretty reasonable. And this way you can at least once a year, take a deep dive, take a really good look at what's been happening in your business, what adjustments you want to make going forward. And again, what do you want to hone in? What do you want to really, um, uh, what do you, what do you want to adjust? So this, I hope really, I really hope this helps you. Um, especially for us who are like in the earlier stages of business or we're solopreneurs, right. And we outsource a lot of stuff. It can be really, easy for it to all get messy. Um, I hopefully this gives you the motivation and some of the tips on how to um, keep it a lot more organized and empowering and uh, helpful. So obviously, it seems like business is on my mind. Because if you notice yesterday, I aired a minisode on the real reason you're in business, right? And it's a short, really, it was a short excerpt um, that I pulled out from a session that I had inside a colleague's coaching group, which was a lot of fun. And I can't really air the whole thing because I want I like protecting the privacy of those who are speaking with me in different sessions. But as much as I can, I try to share b- bits and pieces of things that I think you'll find helpful and motivational, etc. as regular mini soaps. So hopefully we'll have more of those coming up in the next coming weeks. And of course, we have a lot of good interviews booked up. And of course, if you have any other business related questions, please send them away. I'd love to hear from you. You know, I love the topic and it's not too late to send in your questions. Be money related, could be business related, could be life related, right? For Friday's episode, send that in. You can find me at yaeliltrush.com or you can DM me on Instagram at yaeliltrush. Have a great week and I'll see you here on Friday to answer your questions. If you're fasting to the 10th of Tibet, have an easy fast. I'll see you here Friday.